Welcome to the 75th episode of News Dump, brought to you by Summit Funding, where we run through the hottest topics in the Lewis County news scene and discuss. We're pleased to welcome a new sponsor, Juice, alcoholic <laughs> energy drink, uh, recommended by Chronicle editor Eric Schwartz. Um, nine, nine out of ten college students say that it gives them hangovers and, and it's, it's not what they get to drink. And the 10th one thought it was a four loco. Yeah, the 10th one got a four loco. I'm Aaron Vantile, <laughs> joined by the aforementioned Eric Schwartz and uh, the biggest little man in Lewis County, Franklin Stein Taylor himself. Read the first sentence. I will not. Um, <laughs> I am before Eric in are, these notes. Oh, geez. Are you really? In the very top. Oh, that's in the, that's in the, the show notes section. That's different. Yeah. We don't read that. Boom. It's Tuesday, December 7th, and I regret to inform you that Lewis County does not have a state football champion. It was a, uh, it was a slightly disappointing game for Napavine. Saturday at Harry E. Lang Stadium in Lakewood, they lost to Kalama, 16-14, kind of a weird game, but a uh, good season for Napavine regardless, and football officially over. Are you guys going to miss it? You can oh, go no, to mention, games? no mention of Tom Water. Tom, Tom Water also they, lost. They lost their game lost as well. Lost to Linden. Yes. Also a local football team, Aaron. People forget that. Uh, people do, yes. I forgot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aaron wrote a nice column at the Napavine game, and in his lead, he used an all-caps word. Like, like I guess we're just we're just not a, a professional publication anymore. You know, ever since you he, put the word probably, shit all yeah, caps, like he was, gonna, he was gonna put that in the paper, all caps? Gr- grammar just doesn't matter anymore. Grammar does not matter. Would you have preferred I uh, like italicized it or? If you need the all caps for emphasis, you, you just don't have you don't have what it takes to write it. Times New Roman, <laughs> baby. Wow, what a what a burn. <laughs> Save it for the burn of the week, Eric. Yeah, yeah. Dunk it on my poor column. Jeez, it was a fine column. It's good. Yeah, it was, a fine is like that's that's about as far as it went. I, I heard from Napavine players who said that it was what got them through the night. So <laughs> that they sure, they right. read your column, they held it close, and so they nice. knew that everything was going to be okay. It's so nice to be back in the sporting consciousness like that. <laughs> uh, let's see. We've got two pre-news item items. Number one, Santa prayed a disaster Shayless and Nightcrawler <laughs> took pictures on Saturday. Yeah, thoughts. He, the Santa was all over the place at he the Santa at the, parade. Yeah, I actually have a new section coming to this this podcast. Okay, I ran into Brian Mitge. Uh huh. And he is going to do a dad joke of the week segment. Well, he already does that in his column. So you're just he's saying expanding. that you're going to bring it to the podcast. He's he wants to expand. Going to go multimedia with it. He he wants to expand. Yeah. Okay. Is he going to send you like a like a like an MP3 clip of this, or just like text you the joke and then you read it? I think we call him. Yeah, that's a we good could, We could do that, yeah. Um, I'm sure he will just be waiting by the phone for hours, if one, one night a week, being like, so they're going to call, I better have my joke ready. But he was in Christmas spirit. I need some of his He's I always need, in Christmas spirit. I need some of that energy. Yeah, yeah. well, you hang around up here with uh, with me and Schwartz, and you will lose that Christmas spirit, my man. Well, not me. I love the holidays. You're yeah. the one that uh, said that you needed us to call somebody for you. I'm, I am. You're having like dark times. You talk Grinch, to a friend. Yes. He literally hates every single holiday. Yeah, I, that's not true. You talk about other it. things he hates. His delighted tractor parade is coming up this Saturday at six o'clock, and I guarantee not you, Aaron guy. won't be there. Not a parade guy. You hate parades. You hate Christmas. You hate Thanksgiving. You hate the cops. You hate like, other people just, being happy. <laughs> I hate eggs now. <laughs> it's just too much. Uh, also, Borst Park drive through Christmas lights display is open for the season. Now, this is something I like. I'm probably not going to drive through it, but I like that it's there for other people to drive through and enjoy Christmas lights without, you know, imposing their cheer on me. <laughs> I did drive through this, and it would blow your mind. They did such an amazing job this year. Yeah, I've seen lights before. We are in a lighter room. No, <laughs> you have not seen lights like this. 
And it seems larger than it did last. Good. No, yeah, they build on it every did year. They, did they do it last year? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I think we checked it out last year or the year before, but this year it was it was crazy. Yeah, they got the new route too. You come in the back way. Yep. So hopefully that improves on the traffic situation because it is a popular attraction. Yeah, that's cool. You can end up stuck there for I a while. I like that it's right next to the freeway too. So maybe you don't have all the time in the world to drive through the whole thing. You can just kind of slow down on the freeway, drop her down to 50 <laughs> and just get a good look. Just quickly glance. That's about the, the proper amount of holiday cheer. Well, well, they had Santa at the Adna store as well and at the, um, oh, what was it? But they did The have, Moose Lodge. They, they had the breakfast to, with Santa. They mm-hmm. did have to cancel the helicopter landing, though. Mm-hmm. They did. Yeah. Mm. Too bad. It's okay. I pet a reindeer in downtown Centralia on Saturday. That was a magical moment for myself. That's oh, they awesome. were over there, uh, like on Magnolia. They had all that mm-hmm. holiday stuff out. Yeah, Centralia out. Downtown Festival Association. Yeah, that's cool. Aaron, was cool. Aaron was figuring out how he could get down there and steal the reindeer. Mm. Um, I was driving by and traffic was slowed down, so I was shaking my fist. <laughs> uh, news items. Number one, with coal in the rear view, the future of the Skookumchuck Dam is in question. Uh, this is comes. This is an Eric Rosane banger, and one of his opening lines is, this is quintessential Pacific Northwest wilderness, and it comes with a history. And so Rosane spins us a yarn of the beauty of the wilderness in describing a large-scale man-made sink a few miles outside of Bucota. You cynical SOP. <laughs> no, I liked his Large opening. man-made really, sink. He really don't. Yeah, I, I like big, that description, actually. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I like that. It's a big basin when it's That's full. That's good. It's actually not bad. Yeah, That's not um, bad at all. So Transalta is retiring its second coal uh, burner in 2025, and people want the dam and the water rights, the Skookumchuck Dam and the reservoir, and they will, as expected, get on their dam. I had my had my email up again. Yep, you always do. <laughs> get on their damn knees and just beg for it from old man Transalta. And that's where we're at once again. Yep. Yep, old man Transalta. Give us your dam yeah, and your are, reservoir and your water rights and your power and your I, land. I think the office of the Shales Basin is just doing a study to look into the potential options at the dam. The, the Transalta folks who talked to Mr. Rosane were pretty clear that they'd like to maintain management of it. I thought it was cool mm-hmm. that they have the hatchery out in front. So yeah, like the yeah. guy who works up there at the dam also feeds the fish. It's like, like 100,000 100, fish. Yeah, sound like a peaceful job. Um, one paragraph I would like to single out here is from Rosé, and it says, When the Chronicle toured the site Wednesday with Transalta employees, outflows from the dam were at 385 cubic feet per second, which includes a constant 20 CFS that gets pumped to a nearby State Department of Fish and Wildlife fish hatchery. We all love Rosane here, but like, what does this mean? How wet are we talking here? Did you just I, want I it like broken down to buckets? Like oh, this yeah, is eight five-gallon buckets? In, put it in like yeah, a water that, measurement. Yeah, buckets would help. How many two-liter <laughs> bottles of water is that? Well, two liter bottles, I mean, that's confusing. Five gallon buckets, that's that's more reasonable. Something you can picture. How many tidy yeah. cat litter litter boxes? How many 12 ounce cans of water are we talking here? I like that. How many? <laughs> Just, I, I feel like, you know, everybody involved should settle on something beyond cubic feet for water. All right. Just a thought. That's okay. I'm sure, I'm sure you could figure it out with a Google or two. Uh, yeah, but, you know, that's why, why I have a story if I'm going to have to go to Google. I was uh, I was thankful that Transalta let us go up to that dam. We don't get up there hardly ever. Like mm. I don't even know what it looked like. We had some dated pictures from like 15 years ago when there was like a homeland security exercise or something there. Sounds cool. It was not it was not focused on the fish, and so it was cool <laughs> to to kind of see what it looks like. I mean, the scoot scoot goes right by our houses, or right by your house, I guess I should say. It does. I could have just followed the river up to the dam and been like, oh, there it is. Yeah, just march right on up there. Turned around and walked home. Been like, why don't you give me the dam, old man Transalta? <laughs> 
At least the water rights. Uh, actually, I've heard it's kind of like a sword in the stone situation. Like whichever person goes out there and like pulls the plug on the dam by hand. I don't think it has a plug. Becomes owner I don't of the think dam. It has a plug. <laughs> it's just like, like right that. now. <laughs> yes, it's a it's a race. Uh huh. It's yeah. It's, it's a like hunger, a, a Hunger Games scenario. It's like Rat Race meets King Arthur. You go out there <laughs> and you pull the plug on the dam, and it's yours. Uh, next news item: Lewis County launching project to plan for future growth in Packwood. According to the county, tourism has increased, especially during the pandemic, and the number of visitors stopping at the Packwood Visitor Center grew from less than 2,000 in 2019 to more than 5,800 through October of this year. So the county's working on a plan that includes a community vision and more stuff that's part of the Lewis County Comprehensive Plan. It'll include land use, housing, transportation, public services, facilities, natural resources, and recreation. They've got a workshop coming up on December 14th to cover public participation and the community can watch. You guys going to watch? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You'll find out what's going on in Packwood? Be all over that link. You got yeah. any recommendations for them? No. No, but they, they do have a chance to big growth if they wanted to, but I don't think that that's the dominant uh, feeling out there. Uh, Isabel, uh, reporter Isabel Vanderstoop, is working on a story possibly for Thursday's edition on the housing struggles out that way, um, mm-hmm. just with places getting bought up, turning into Airbnbs, for instance, um, You know, people coming from out of the area and buying up the homes now that you don't have to um, go into an office to work, you can work remotely. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just it's changing out there. Yeah, it is. Packwood's cool. I like Packwood. What would you like to see come to Packwood? A professional um, sports team? Uh, me, I would move to Packwood. That would be my recommendation. Applebee's, perhaps. Applebee's be cool. You know <laughs> something? Garden. There's every time I drive on that road, it seems like I almost hit like a deer or an elk. Yeah. So I would yeah, like to see a wildlife bridge under, like a tunnel. No, a wildlife bridge over Highway 12 going into Packwood. But do you think all the deer would know where it was? You fence all <laughs> downside Highway 12. <laughs> Except for that one area, we're getting so to the they want to affect the traveling experience, doesn't it? I mean, just that's part of the, the like the walls. fun of Packwood. Maybe I'll hit a deer. <laughs> I don't think that's the fun. Was well, elk? Yeah, elk. Yeah. Either way, uh, let's see. Next item: Lewis County Commissioners adopt a 164 million budget for 2022 at their Monday meeting. Uh, let's see about. Are you making are you making changes to no, the to I'm the, on my phone. Give me a break. Come on, man. You, what happened to your laptop? It's dead. <laughs> Why even bring it? Anyway. Uh well, we 50, know every time you get an email from singles.com. I closed out my <laughs> email match. account. It's match. <laughs> about fifty four percent of those expenditures are expected to go to public safety, which includes the sheriff's office, jail, juvenile court, coroner, and civil service. Uh, you know, that's over $80 million a year and kids are still out throwing eggs at traffic with no repercussions. <laughs> this sounds like something You call personal. this a society. <laughs> something happened to you, Aaron? Uh, yeah, some damn kids threw eggs at me. <laughs> <laughs> and so you think because of that, that maybe the budget should be cut or increased or what for, for public Bigger, safety? Bigger, <laughs> trace every egg sold. You, you, you didn't have the you didn't have the top down, did you? I no, I was in the truck. Okay, in the FJ, it was on the way back from the Chronicle Christmas party. Yeah, are you kidding? Kid. Yeah, just an egg out, out of nowhere like, on North like, Pearl. The, in the in like the rainy. That's a sum, that's a summer project. I who did, yeah, I know but, these hardy kids were out there in their rain gear just. Centralia kids have grit under cover of night. Yeah. You never see that in Shahalas. <laughs> did you <laughs> wait for a warm July day? Did you pull over? I doubled back around. I couldn't find them. <laughs> anyway, wait, did, did did the kids say something like? 
Do you feel in charge? They, they get. <laughs> <laughs> I got the right button. That's, hor- um, that's horrible. You actually, so you had, someone actually threw eggs at your car. <laughs> just one egg. On your way home. And it hit the windshield. Very, it, it, just, it shocked me. Anyway. Uh, uh, I get, so, a, lot of, I get I think a lot of joy I, out of that. I think I would wreck. <laughs> Whoa. Um, so any other thoughts? Pay Nightcrawler like 20 bucks to like egg him on the way home from every podcast. Every day. I, any other thoughts on the budget before we talk into the $15 million poll? Uh, no, I don't think so. It looks like that they're relatively financially happy and they're going to get like uh, $15.6 million from the American Rescue Plan Act at the beginning of the year. It has to mm-hmm. go towards very specific things. But um, yeah, unlike many years at the county, it seems like they're doing all right budget-wise. Yeah, it does seem like that. Um, they do still have the how should we spend the $15 million poll going. I took it. Oh, did you? Not impressed. There wasn't even an open space to enter your ideas for how they should spend the money. It was more about like, how has the pandemic affected you on this front? And how important is this to you? And do we have enough public recreation and things like that? I just wanted one question with an open space that said, how should we spend this money? And I had one word. And it was RoboCop. Okay. <laughs> I thought we were looking at Monorail I again. moved on from Monorail. I watched a new movie. <laughs> so, wait, wait, wait. You it's, want you want a RoboCop? It's good yeah. to see Aaron want uh, yeah. a cop. I'm kind of shocked by it. I, I'm just saying, I'm shocked this hasn't come up in any of our county commissioners' meetings yet. That is awesome. That is awesome. How really? many RoboCops could you buy for $15 million? Or $80 million, can you for that get, matter? Can you even get one? Yeah, I don't. It might be might be a down payment. I feel like Lewis County would demand a gas powered RoboCop, though, not diesel. a not it's a, a battery powered diesel powered diesel <laughs> diesel diesel You in coal fumes everywhere. <laughs> That's the call. They get, hey, RoboCop ran out of gas again. Someone go fill him up. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah, I took the quiz, and I just if you're gonna promise a how should we spend this money poll, give me an option to enter RoboCop, or you've wasted everyone's time. I think you could just like directly email the commissioners, you know, like Swope, Gross, and Pollock. Just tell them what you want with that 15 million. I feel like only one of the three of them would become part of the pu- public record, though. <laughs> Who's gonna reply <laughs> earnestly? I feel like Swope would be like, "Let's discuss this." Yeah, and the other two would be like, "Go away," <laughs> which is what I've earned. Uh, anyway, I also had to sign up for something called a Polco account. So now I assume anytime somebody at the courthouse farts, I'll get an email about it. Can't wait. <laughs> how many do you think? How many do you think it'd be? <laughs> how many emails? How many emails do you think it'd be a meeting? Um, I had two, three, four. That's low. I don't know. Anyway, uh, Schwartz, you recommended putting this next item on the list. Do you want to discuss? Uh, I guess I don't know. I was I was kind of saying it just like tongue in cheek because it, it's a tragic issue, El Kufrat, not something I like to make light of. Uh, but it was just a daily news story: uh, WDFW offering incentives for hunters to turn in elk hooves um, in order to learn about the disease. And yeah, basically, if you shoot an elk and it has signs of uh, hoof rot or hoof disease, depending on what uh, they're calling it, um, yeah, you turn that in and you get entered into a drawing. And if you win the drawing, you kind of get. It sounds like you get a golden ticket to just shoot a. You can just a, you can a, kill a anyone. Mature bull elk <laughs> <laughs> next year anywhere using any gun you want. Like you can. Just, oh, it's literally open season all year for you if you win this drawing. Any free, animal. I mean, freedom. if you're at the zoo, anything. Yeah, yeah it's possibilities are endless. <laughs> if you could shoot any animal at the zoo, you also get half off your your next house at Summit yeah. Funding. <laughs> Any animal and if you pair that with the news dump, that's a free house. <laughs> any animal at the zoo, you can shoot any animal at the zoo with any weapon. What? What are you? What are you guys going with? I'm not going to none. 
Bow and arrow. <laughs> and a penguin, right? <laughs> Bow and arrow. Something more challenging. Something gave me like a snake. Like Augustus, the oh, uh, the, shoot the camel that is giving kids rides. Just mark it. Shoot him while it's giving children <laughs> a ride. Everybody walks away with a memory. Nothing funny about elk hoof disease, guys. Uh, no, there's no, not. No, no absolutely sucks. not. But it is funny to think of what, what you could win in the drawing. Yeah, um... Yeah, you do get to hunt mature bull elk next year almost anywhere and with any gun you want. Um, I would like to, I would like to see what gun people choose. Like, is there something special, something we don't even know about? Yeah, something like futuristic. Just like Basically. like like the two handguns. Like I don't know, <laughs> dual wielding out there hunting elk. I don't know. There's another separate program where master hunters uh, target elk with hoof disease under a specific permit, and I can't think of anything worse if you're an, worse if you're an elk with hoof disease than there being special permits to murder you, or like an just an elk with bad ankles. <laughs> special <laughs> special hoof rot elk squad. You're just like it's not hoof rot; they just look like that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just have it's an elk over. with cankles. <laughs> yeah, and they're just like, oh man, look at that big boy. <laughs> oh, there he is. There he it's is. Like, no, no. Oh, that's so terrible. I've got my papers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have a doctor's note. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's uh, that's the the elf hunting contest drawing. Uh, one last news item I threw on here: Thurston County Public Health Director Shelley Slaughter announces her departure. I didn't read the story, but what a great name, Shelley Slaughter. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. an awesome name. Yeah. yeah. A lot of a uh, lot of like health officers and public health officials leaving their jobs though. I see it all over the state still. Kind of goes in waves. Well, I heard she's joining the military. Oh, she's gonna work her way up. Okay, sergeant. <laughs> I see what you did you there. Can we agree though? There? If she's not married, that's a name you hyphenate. Oh yeah, you keep it. Yeah. You keep slaughter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Uh, shout out to our um, health director J.P. Anderson. He's always great to work with, and we hope he stays and does not leave as so many health officers. Well, he's not the health officer. Health directors do. Yeah, yeah, he's great. Uh, let's see. Uh, it's it's time for an ad read, guys. You guys want to talk about Summit Funding? Uh, and when do I not want yeah. to talk about You always tell me, Eric, stop talking about Summit Funding and all their great deals. All the time. Just the other day, we were getting a drink, and I was like, man, how about this game on? And you're like, you know what's really impressive? <laughs> Turn this shit off. Let's talk about Summit Funding. <laughs> and we did for four hours. <laughs> yes. I ran up quite the bar tab. Uh, we convinced everyone in O'Blarney's to b- buy several houses. It was great. But if you need help... <laughs> There's too much dead air on this podcast. And why Aaron's laughing so much. He's in such a good mood today. He is. It's good to see you so happy. We restocked the liquor cab, but I don't know what the I don't know why you guys haven't realized this is how this works. <laughs> um so if either of you I, we have talked about some of funding so much. I don't need yep. to tell you this information, but if you, the listener, yep, is interested in purchasing a home and uh, you know, acquiring financing to purchase that home, which you should. Um, you should call Jason Gillespie, our friend at Summit Funding. He is the home loan expert in a company full of them. And he'll hook you up with everything you need and explain the process. Uh, you know, you can give him a call at his office, 330-4037. You can send him a fax for some reason, 205-4099. Email him at Gillespie Team, G-I-L-L-I-S-P-I-E Team at summitfunding.net. Stop by his office, 1616 South Gold Street. And as previously mentioned on this episode of News Dump, use promo code News Dump and get 50% off that first house. <laughs> it probably even works for a second, you know, just uh, like change your address or something. I'm sure the records won't have it. It'll yeah, work. no, you're good. It's definitely a real thing. 
Did, we, did you have time to run that by legal, Franklin? No matter how many times he tells you it's not real. He's winking. He's winking. He's like, yeah. He's like, no matter how many times he says, get the hell out of my office. <laughs> he's, he doesn't mean it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's, what he means is, here's half of your house. Uh, Tales from the Takes page. I've only got one on here, and Franklin alluded to it earlier, actually. My bad. Uh, no, that's fine. I'm glad to see you're involved. Uh, Brian Mickey column, Christmas Carol oh, yeah. is organized to share holiday music starting during the downtown Centralia Christmas market. Is that what it was called? The downtown Centralia Christmas market? Yeah, I think so. I like that name. That's cool. An informal group will come together to sing classic carols like Silent Night, Joy to the World, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and Deck the Halls. Uh, they have many more songs in a songbook they created and will have available for people to join in and sing along. And this is a quote from Heidi Howland, founder of the new Lewis County Christmas Carolers Facebook group. I was just sitting there one day thinking, you know, we should bring some cheer. You want to go? I do not. Oh. <laughs> but I encourage you to go. I, I like a better option. It's like Zoom caroling. Readers can pop into someone's computer randomly and start caroling. Like a chat roulette where you sing at them? Yeah. <laughs> that sounds awful. But you could surprise bomb them. Like right now on your laptop, I could pop up caroling. And just, you're looking at me and... <laughs> There's no way to click off of it. It's like a bad pop-up. No way to click off of it. That sounds awful. I'm going to get some fishy links going. I, I bet you are. <laughs> uh, anyway, the idea came from a friend of hers who runs a nursing home and commented on how people need cheering up as the pandemic nears a two-year mark. So this sounds like a great thing for people who enjoy caroling. Um, have you guys ever been caroling, and would you be interested in going caroling? I went when I was a kid with my sisters to like the neighbors' houses, and in retrospect, man, super, super awkward. Yeah. Have you ever opened the door to seeing carolers? No, I've. Uh, you know, you see it in the movies. Mm-hmm. And I just I I just wonder what it's actually like. Like you said in person, it's kind of awkward. Well, we did it at church too. The church would put a group together, and we would go around in various neighborhoods and sing. And it always felt like uh, at least half of them were being held against their will at the door. Yeah, <laughs> like, like just I can wrap it up. Yeah, if someone just randomly knocked on my door, I open it, and they just start popping off Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Like, is it do you is it rude to close the door? Do you tip? Oh, very rude. Do yes. You, do you tip them? That's a good question. I don't know. Do they have a can like a? I don't know. Like a hat they pass around. I don't think so. I think they're just spreading cheer, man. I think they need a fact page. A fact page. A frequently asked questions. Yeah. Oh, FAQ, right. FAQ page. Just like like a like a pamphlet they hand out when they get to your door, and yep. then they start singing at you, and you have to read through to the bottom where it's like, "Please tip us," and you're like, "Ah." Um, I think they could make if they went around to like bars at like ten o'clock on a Saturday night and were caroling. I think they could make a lot of tips. I think that would work in some places. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's where they intend. They're going to be uh, at the Lighted Tractor Parade, though. This oh, Saturday, 6 o'clock, downtown Centralia. Uh, how gonna... early should you get to the Tractor Parade to get a seat? You should get there early. I'm thinking early, yeah. Uh, okay. We usually try to get downtown around 5, just to find a... And for me, it's not the key is not to get a close parking spot, because then you're stuck. Mm-hmm. Like you, you find something near an exit where Does you're going to be able to get the Tractor out. Parade come down... It, it it comes down by the post office and then goes down to Tower and uh, comes all the way down past uh, Maple. So it goes one block past the Chronicles block and then makes a turn onto Pearl and then back all the way to Main Street and then up Main Street. Let's watch it from the roof of the Chronicles. That's what I did with done. my kids last year, yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, I mean, I would be very careful where you step up there on that roof, but 
Yeah, you might step in some buckets of gold. <laughs> That's where we keep our gold. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for telling everyone, Eric. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, the roof's a, it's a good spot. It's a good spot. The, the downside with this end at the tractor, if you're, if you're down here at Maple and Magnolia, the crowd's usually not as big as it is like closer to the core of the city. So if you want the best experience, I think you want to be down there by like the Fox Theater. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Old Bank of America building. Yeah, exactly. Uh, any other columns you uh, want to mention? Either of you guys you Ju- saw that you liked? Yeah, Julie McDonald had a good one in uh, today's paper. Um, or, yeah, I guess, yeah, today's paper. Um, 80th anniversary of the Pearl Harbor attack. And uh, she wrote a nice column rounding out the locals that we know of who were serving at the time. Um, three of them, and they've all passed um, over the last 20 years or so. We, I mean, it became like a tradition to check in with them every year talk to them every year and mm-hmm. slowly they've all passed on um i read a story today that there's an estimated maybe 1000 uh, surviving um service members from that time who were at pearl harbor still alive so quickly fading and she just told interesting story about a uh, foreign exchange student who graduated from centralia high school i believe she was a former exchange student maybe not um was japanese it- american classmate and she was in Hawaii, and they, I had never heard of this. They actually got shelled um, by the U.S. military trying to counteract the the Japanese um, and just her experience and lives lost and things like that. But it was a good, good read. You should pick it up, read it. Wow. Um, I didn't realize this was the big 8-0 this year. I guess it is, isn't it? It was mm-hmm. 41. Wow. I'll be damned. Uh, People's Champion of the Week. You gotta I use have, that in the next damn story. I have... <laughs> Should uh, I have one idea? Do you guys have any others? Go with your idea first. I think uh, your idea is pretty great. Centralia barber Roger Gonzalez set to retire after your 50 years in Lewis and Clark Hotel shop. That's on uh, Pearl Street, the 200 block of Pearl, of course. And Isabel wrote a nice story. Yeah, yeah, that one was uh, that was a beloved story. He's a well-known barber, but also a fast pitch coach and running coach, and he seemed like just an awesome guy. He came in here yesterday looking to see if we had any more photos of him that uh, Nightcrawler had taken because oh. he just saw the one in the paper, doesn't use a computer or anything like that. So oh. um, real old school. But what struck me about that story is just how thankful he seemed to be and how humble he seemed to be. And just seems like he's had a great life and he's ready to go spend some time with his wife who has allowed him to spend all his time cutting hair and coaching fast pitch and running. Yeah, yeah, good for him. Uh, I especially like him not using a computer. What a... I'm just jealous. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> yeah. That'd be awesome. Great. I will say another people's champions that we at least have to get a nod to is everyone on the Napavine Tigers football team and the Tumwater Again, team. Again, we're just leaving Tumwater out of this. No, you guys I, are acting like we just started covering you them heard this year. Me. You heard me say it. You heard me say in Tumwater. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, they didn't win. We're not handing out participation trophies, but. Well, you kind of are, I well, think. They I think still, no, I Aaron said not. already crowned them I mean, People's Champion of the Week last week, preemptively. You got to give it to him already. He, he, did he jinx him? <laughs> <laughs> I think he did. Could have been, yeah. Um, I, yeah no, but I think, I think you know those kids worked so hard. In second place, I mean, that's still an, an, a, that's still an, a great accomplishment. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably Coach Faye probably wouldn't say that, but I'm sure they. I mean, it's great. They were two two points away. They lost by two. They lost by two. Yeah, yeah. And they gave up a safety in the fourth quarter, and then Kalama scored a touchdown on them. And Napavine came back the other way and threw an interception. Kid named Max Cox for Kalama picked off three passes, and that was kind of game. Another option for uh, we're just 
it's embarrassment of riches this week. Santa Claus? Are you going to mention Santa Claus? <laughs> no. Uh, Emily Fitzgerald wrote a nice story today. Um, just went up on Cronline just about an hour ago. Um, corrections deputies David Rodkey and Bradley Garnis, along with court security officer Neil Hoyle. of Napavine football, Brad okay. Garnis, former star lineman for Napavine. Good to know. So he and court security officer Neil Hoyam, uh, they wrestled a guy down to the ground that was trying to grab an officer's gun in court recently i saw that good for them yeah they got it away from him nobody got shot and um they were commended before the lewis county commissioners this week so uh neil hoyam was the motorcycle cop at centralia forever wasn't he he was i think he was also at the shehales police department for a while um when he was in centralia and i was a young crime reporter he is the one who shot uh twin star bank robber michael lar twice and freed a hostage oh yeah good cop yeah uh sirens banger of the week Oregon man accused of abusing corpse by stuffing dead man inside suitcase. Yeah, that one. Tale. I posted that one, and what was interesting uh, slash yeah horrible. So the guy apparently died of just natural causes, and whatever this dude's like life was, is he didn't feel comfortable calling the cops. So he's just like, well, this guy's dead. I better put him in a suitcase and hide him in his own car. What? <laughs> like, oh, man, you know, he died of natural homes. causes. And that's what the story said is that they didn't suspect anyone killed him. He just died. And this guy, do you just think it was like he actually died of natural causes or like the coroner came and scratched his head for a while and was like, yeah, natural causes. And the guy that stuffed in the suitcase was like, yeah, just, just like I've been saying, natural <laughs> just, causes. Just fell, just dropped dead. Yeah. 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 Nothing funny about that story, but it was nothing funny about that story. But I'm with you. Like, what is his life like where he just assumes he can't call the police? Yeah. Or they'll come charge him with something. I just feel like Boy, he was like, I can't clean news. all this up. <laughs> just drugs everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I had to do it. Um, that was an Argonian other, story. The other one, this one is local. Sirens headline, completely naked in quotes, man arrested. So officers responded to the intersection of 2nd and H streets and found the subject wearing pants and underwear. But witnesses reported he was completely naked in quotes prior to the officer's arrival. The subject allegedly took his pants off when officers contacted him, which is a true I'll show you a naked man moment. And he was arrested for indecent exposure. And look, if you're going to get arrested for indecent exposure, you might as well indecently expose yourself. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It's, it always makes me think on something like that. It might be a, a mental health situation at play there. So yep. It probably was. But the, the, the guy did make his appearance in court today, so... Clothed? No, I would hope so. I walked into the office today and Eric was like, whew, thank God you're here. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't you. It wasn't that was you. Franklin. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but I just too like cold the idea for me. The, it was a Christmas party, you know? It was, it, was it, was it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Didn't know what happened when everybody went our separate ways. It got rowdy. You went home with more money than you probably knew what to do with. Oh, I'm rich. I mean, I'm biding my time. This job is, I only need it for like another week. You are. That I mean, massive poker game. Mm-hmm. He's going to buy like some portion very small portion of a bitcoin <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's gonna be say, i'm gonna put this out there eric's not gonna portion. say it he's too humble eric won the company poker game he did he so the, fairly and squarely so fairly <laughs> yes i definitely didn't just say i'm going home after this hand and we all threw it in and, and everybody went all in but eric was humble about it he's like hey everybody take your money back but as he said that he closed the money case <laughs> and left he's like, hey, i'll give your guys money back but, you can uh, have it later you can have it later um, but yeah, I like the idea that the cop showed up and he had clothes on and then he was like, oh, indecent exposure, huh? They were like, the cop was probably like, so we got reports you were completely naked and he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. It sounds like a, 
This sounds like a mental health issue. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron Aaron loves to make light. Or it was a magic mic situation. I don't know. You guys don't know. Uh, Facebook crowdline <laughs> comments of the week. <laughs> yeah, did you collect some this week? I got a few. I've been trying um, not to look. Let's see. On Julia McDonald's column. The comment is, if you were to walk into a school campus, in quotes, tomorrow and ask students if they knew what Pearl Harbor, in quotes, was about, how many could answer correctly or at all? It was in my history books and my family memories. And the first reply is, why is school campus in quotes? Are you Dr. Evil? (laughs) Which I enjoy. Sharks with freaking laser beams. Also, I feel like most kids know what Pearl Harbor is. I don't know. That's the only thing they teach in history. I don't know. I I can't say for now, but they definitely taught it when I was in school. You learn about Eli Whitney and the Cotton Gin, the Industrial Revolution, (laughs) Pearl Harbor, and then like Kennedy, maybe, if your school had funding for a book printed after 1960. Mm -hmm. It depends how many snow days you have. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I do hear a complaint though. For, I mean, I, I've I've heard that from teachers that I know that history doesn't get taught as much as it used to. Yep. So I think that's yeah. that's something that a lot of people at least think. I don't know how true it is. I'm sure like everything, it ranges from district to district. But yeah. I do agree with you. I think Pearl Harbor. A lot of people know about that. I saw a popular meme today was a listing of Never Forget, and it had three dates, and it was Pearl Harbor, 9/11, and then January 6, 2021. I don't think it may. I don't think it. Re- I don't think it reaches that level. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm going to go out there. I, I'm on the record as being thinking that was a horrible thing on January 6th, but we'll see. Two to three thousand people did not die. We shall see. <laughs> uh, wait, it's, hard, it's hard to even put that in the same I, category as the Pearl more Harbor. I saw it. I'm just like this is. It's, it's cheapening the other two. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, it's almost. A, it's almost. It's almost disrespectful towards yeah. those other events. Uh, on Thank you, the, Franklin. Yeah, good work, guys. No, I actually <laughs> agree with that. That's weird. <laughs> it is, yeah. Uh, on the Santa Parade in Chehalis, the comment is, Chehalis, where a Fred Meyer semi-truck stopped in front of a Napa Auto Parts as a parade. <laughs> <laughs> it uh, was because Crawler set up and the parade hadn't started yet, and he was taking photos and had a live feed going. Mm-hmm. So that is what was on the screen for a little while. <laughs> the gentleman was not completely incorrect. Uh, this is on the Transalta Dam story. Inslee is stupid to close the plant. That's not, not Inslee's decision. It would be more accurate to say Gregoire. It was made during the, the Gregoire administration, but Transalto, it wasn't like they, you know, completely strong armed. It was an agreement to do I, it by a certain date. Yeah, there's a lot of replying comments about how this is going to ruin the entire energy infrastructure of the Well, world. just you wait when this court situation figures itself out and Lauren Culp is placed in the governor's office. We'll probably have five more and coal burners out there. Walks out there and punches old man Transalta and says, "Get back to work. <laughs> get, get back in that damn mine. <laughs> you and the rest of your seven dwarves." Uh, and on the story about a bomb outside the Islamic Center in Olympia, the comment is: All I ask is that news slash outlets to proper research, plus a law enforcement to do their jobs before speculating in all caps. Quit being a propaganda rag, and you'll be respected. In parentheses, Chronicle. It was an Olympian story. It's calling you out, and it was sir. a very straight up story based on a press release about was, the was what that happened. A, was that a story we shared? From the Olympian, uh, we have a story share agreement with them, so we published it on our site. But it no, was but even Olympian if it's story. on our even if it's on our site, it still says by the Olympian. Still, 
Oh, Regardless, this, I, this it, is, it wouldn't matter. I mean, don't if, try using we're, this logic. We're on publishing it. I, I stand by their story. I wouldn't run a story if I thought it was askew. No, and absolutely. Their story was straight up. So we, we're fortunate to have a lot of papers that we work with, and we run. We're able to run their stuff. And it didn't look like a controversial story. It was just a bunch of people being like, "We don't like the idea of bombs outside the." It Islamic was pretty Center. straight up. Yeah. It was the, yeah. At least they called us the Chronicle. I mean, right there in that situation, if you're going to make a comment like that, call us the Comical. Yeah, yeah, definitely. (laughs) By the way, the proper response when someone um, says the the Comical, just, you know, you guys won't, you've been here about a year now, but it's, you have to act like utterly amazed and like that they're the smartest person in the world. That's what I do every time. Actually laugh. At first they they think, oh, I'm pretty clever. But the more you sell it, the more you sell it, they're like, wait, he's clowning on me. (laughs) Wait a minute. Wait a minute. (laughs) Exactly. I'm going to go in the comment section and just type in like all caps. H-A-H-A-H-A for a couple paragraphs. You should make a burner account. Yeah. It's called like defend fan number one. <laughs> Let's do it on mine. Defend all of our honor in the comments. I'm Every comment, no comment goes uncommented. I'm gonna start getting in the comment section. Yeah, yeah. Throw them bows. I'm just I gonna like, comment uh, like several local. Really, Eric? This is on the Facebook page. <laughs> uh, yeah, you should get in there. I feel like several local officials probably have fake accounts to get in there and troll people with, and uh, you know. Yeah, I'm not naming names, but I definitely am aware of local officials who have burner accounts. Yeah. And I know the names, and I see them all the time. So. Yeah, and you're just like, I know that person. None yeah. of them know that I know either, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I know. Eric's, yeah. smart, Eric's smarter than you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> anything else? Uh, what's coming out in uh, Thursday? You got anything ready yet? Uh, I already mentioned the story on the courthouse tussle um, that we'll have in there. Um, we've got a short story on... Uh, Senator Jeff Wilson is introducing a bill to reduce catalytic converter thefts in Washington. And, you know, this actually sounds extremely practical and something everyone should get behind. It's, um, it would prohibit scrap dealers from purchasing catalytic converters except from commercial enterprises and vehicle owners. Like, yeah, that I just like seems it. like a nice way to solve this rampant issue. I mean, we had a guy that um, right next to the Chronicle, he parked his truck, I mean, not even a stone's throw, maybe 20 yards from the police department and somebody just rolled up on his truck recently and cut out his catalytic converter and took off like they're they're yeah. bold and they will yeah. just take anything that's that's there no i i think that's a great idea so we have that and we also have a story coming from uh, eric rosane on other pre-filed bills in the legislature i think this is going to begin to dominate the podcast in the weeks ahead is oh, i can't wait proposed bills oh, i love a legislative Power session bills I'm just upset it's a short session. I'm, I'm all about the longer sessions. Yeah. You know, really mix it up up there in Olympia. <laughs> Should we do a power ranking of bills? Uh, I mean, I think I would be up for doing a power ranking of local lawmakers each week based on their activity in Olympia. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't mind that at all either. So anyways, we got wait, that. Wait, 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 wait. Is your boy... Oh, Walsh st- starts at one. Wow, <laughs> sir. Walsh starts at one. It's the pre-session rankings. We are going to have a Skip and Stephen <laughs> I'm just, A debate. I'm just about- joking. I can't actually rank these these guys we need to cover them objectively. We'll have a story on a Morton school bond that's going to be on the ballot, um, and then a particularly rough story um, that we're still actually reporting on right now, and hope to get more. Is we have a missing five year old girl out in Oakville that the Grace Harbor Sheriff's Office is um, trying to find. Her parents are in jail and. Um, suspected of manslaughter at this point, which could change to a different charge soon. They, right. They're currently already investigating the property? Yeah, they're, the parents are in jail. Apparently there's a request for a welfare check on the girl, and uh, they went out there, and the parents were not forthcoming, so they were uh, arrested for obstruction, I believe, and uh, now they're they're 
searching the property last we heard. So an awful story that you you just kind of hope will somehow miraculously have a positive input, like out, outcome, but um, we'll see. We'll keep following it. All right. Uh, Franklin, anything you would like to, to add here? No, just, you know. <laughs> oh, yes. Get a ton of Christmas spirit going. Channel your inner Brian Mitke. <laughs> right? How about you? Is this uh, you, Aaron? This is, this is, this is how I'm going to celebrate this and every Christmas. My personal anthem. <laughs> yeah. This is Aaron's gift to everyone. This is, yeah, just, just so you know. Just, just going to close on that. Oh, we'll see done. you guys We're next just week. Done. They want the whole song. <laughs> That's a free listen. Royalty free. <laughs> yeah. uh, thank you very much. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs>